This podcast is brought to you by CATV, building community in the Upper Valley through media. Welcome to Shelf Help, a podcast where booksellers and bookstore owners help you answer one of life's trickier, and we would argue most important questions. What should you read next? I'm Lisa, co-founder of The Book Jam, a nonprofit designed to help you find your next great book. And today I am joined by four fabulous bookstore owners. To my right, we have... I'm Emma, and I'm one of the co-owners of the Norwich Bookstore. And I'm Sam, the other co-owner of the Norwich Bookstore. Hi, I'm Allie, and I own Still North Books and Bar. And I'm Carrie, one of the co-owners of the Yankee Bookshop. Our first two episodes introduced you to these people involved in Shelf Help. If you have not yet listened to those episodes, please do so, and you will get a vibe for who they are based upon the book they chose that best represents them. Today, we're just jumping into our recommendations and a book talk. Okay, I sort of lied. Our first few episodes are based on themes that we selected, but we want to hear from you for future episodes, so please send us your reading dilemmas. Today's episode is dedicated to gardening. Each bookseller was asked to discuss one book that they recommend for either gardening inspiration or plain old gardening tips or pictures that make you think of gardens, just gardening in general. And with that, we'll start again with Emma, just because she let us off. <laughs> so I don't know about you guys, but I'm not a gardener. Nope, nope. not a gardener. <laughs> Great. Awesome. <laughs> Although I have a garden. So the book that I chose is more for theoretical gardeners, <laughs> aspirational <laughs> gardeners. gardeners. be gardeners. It's called The Herbal Handbook, and it's compiled by the New York Botanical Garden. Have you seen this book? No. It's so pretty. (laughs) It's the slim $16 gorgeously illustrated book all about herbs. So it's got fun facts, how to grow them, their usage, recipes, history, properties. So everything from recipes on chamomile eye drops to pineapple weed rum. Lots of cocktail recipes. It's so, so cute. It's really slim. It's super brief. I don't think it's really going to help you garden, but if you have access to these herbs, it will give you a lot of inspiration. And if you did want to garden, there is some usage and how to grow tips on each of the herbs. What's the trim size? How big is the book? Oh, it's such a good trim size. (laughs) Okay, we should explain, guys, what a trim size is. Trim size is. is the size of the book. It's like a little bit thinner... And it's not like pocket size, but it's definitely kind of a smaller size. If I had my tape measure, I could give you more specific dimensions. I can't (laughs) wait to find out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe like three iPhones. There you go. Two and a half. Shout out to Apple for sponsorship in the future. <laughs> um, and it's a paper over board, which Love is my favorite format. Uh, that is a hardcover that doesn't have a dust jacket. So the jacket is printed on the cardboard pieces of the book. And the illustrations are all the New York Botanical Gardens illustrations. It's the prettiest thing. That, I feel, hit and it's very firmly in gardening inspiration. Yeah. So Theoretical. <laughs> I like that. Sam, are you going to be practical? Or aspirational Uh, or inspirational. Can't can't one be both? You can be all three. So, I mean, confession time. I was raised in a family of extreme gardeners. My dad, I like to joke, has multiple master's degrees in digging in the dirt. He sort of does. He's an educator and a landscape designer and has been for many years in Western Washington. He's the kind of sort of local figure where we'd go out to dinner and people would approach the table 
to ask about, you know, what do I do with my rhododendrons and how do I get my soil to be less or more alkaline or acid or, or whatever they needed it to be. What does that even mean? Um, <laughs> ask, ask George Koss in Bellingham, Washington. And I did not get this gene necessarily. My brother now has a great garden. My mom has spent time working in nurseries and, and garden stores and is a successful gardener as well. And I just have not been blessed with this same sort of natural ability but i am an aspirational gardener and this year is gonna be the year year. this is our year (laughs) man i'm so i'm ready and so the book that i have actually been consulting is the old farmer's almanac vegetable gardener's handbook Uh, (laughs) i'm seeing i'm seeing a lot of love for old farmer's almanac and i do like my father before me buy an old farmer's almanac the actual almanac every year my dad keeps his under the seat of his truck i keep mine on the coffee table because i'm not a person who digs in the dirt for a living but, you know, it's you got to read about the weather forecasts and folksy wisdom and that sort of thing. And if you like the general idea of the Old Farmer's Almanac, I would say that the Vegetable Gardener's Handbook is similar in feel. The folksy wisdom is apparent. <laughs> and I say that in the best possible way, with all the love in my heart. And it's got, I think, very practical advice for planting vegetables in whatever you've got whether it's a five-gallon bucket or raised beds or 12 acres of beautifully tilled soil, you've got something that is useful to you, I think, in this between the pages of this book for different climates and different regions all around the country and all around North America. And because it's an Old Farmer's Almanac production, I really trust that the advice for New England is good. Which oh, that's a good point. They, this, is, this is their bread and butter. So I have really found this book to be useful so far. I, it hasn't actually yielded any results, but then again, the ground is still frozen. somewhat frozen. So, As a non-gardener with a garden, I highly recommend raised beds. Good degree of difficulty is very, very, very low. You start How to see them popping them? up. You create a box okay, yep, with yep. like four by fours yep. and you make it wide enough that you can reach across mm. so that you don't have to step in yep. like and sure. crush everything. So like three by six, maybe each raised bed. And then you just fill it with the local farmer's mixture of cow manure and dirt jay van arman used to be our source he no longer does so that's been a problem um, Mm. because he would just come and dump a big old load of dirt every year and you would just add it and then you start with one which is what i did and then now i've got six or seven wow because you start to realize oh this isn't as hard as it looks Hmm. and i Um, think there's also books for raised bed yes gardening specifically gardening by the square foot or square foot that's a great book that's you know, one of the go-tos, and I, I think it's specific mm-hmm. to raised beds, but Probably. I might be wrong. It, it's just easier. It. You can yeah. use it in both circumstances, you in both. but... Because you don't have to till the ground every year. You just yeah. sort of chop it up and... Raise up that bed. Raise up that bed. It works. We got very distracted there. Sorry. <laughs> Allie, you're next. Yeah, I'm glad that... Gardening uh, for booksellers. <laughs> Gardening for... Physics for if I, if I tear up the paper, will it compost? It might. Will it? <laughs> Can I grow a book? Um, I was going to say I'm very glad that Sam went practical because I similarly went inspirational and maybe even more tangentially inspirational than Emma's. <laughs> I found a book on my bookshelf that 
I forgot ordering. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I love it. It's so pretty. Sometimes I forget ordering front list books and then I see them on the shelf and I'm like, why did I order this book? Just kidding. I love all books. <laughs> um, but there are other times where I forget ordering a book and then I see it on the shelf and I'm like, this book is beautiful. And that is what happened with this book called Wild Design, Nature's Architects by Kimberly Ridley. Kimberly Ridley lives in Maine, so she's semi-local to us. And in this book, she is looking at all of the different parts of the natural world super up close and looking at them as the original architects. And so you get these beautiful full page spreads of honeycomb up close. It's filled with botanicals and sketches and then interspersed with little chapters about shells and about bees and about other natural structures. I don't think there's actually any bits about bees, but there are honeycomb there is. I lied about that. Strike the bees. There's no bees. About natural structures that are created by nature. It is also paper overboard, smaller trim size, (laughs) and it's just super gorgeous. And so I find that I'm not, I'm also not a gardener. My partner is somewhat of a gardener he spends a lot of time doing things in the yard he's out there and I will (laughs) pop out for a moment and get super obsessed with like look at this one little part on this flower it's so cool how do flowers do this and that's exactly what this book is it's just noticing how crazy nature is and that's the best part of gardening for me so Perfect. I love how like the point of going to a bookstore is to discover something that like you had no idea you were looking for, and I love how that happened to you in your own bookstore. It can where you do it, all even the though you yeah. ordered it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's ideal. That, that definitely <laughs> order enough books and you're bound yeah. to forget yeah. some of them. We so, might mm. want to have a quick explanation of front list ordering. Oh yeah. So I'm trying to catch the lingo here, guys. As, <laughs> as booksellers, we do frontlist ordering and backlist restocking. That's sure. It's sometimes more complicated than that. But frontlist is all of the new books that are going to be coming out. And we sit down with reps from various publishers or sometimes just comb over catalogs ourselves and we pick them out before they come on order or before they before they get printed and get them on order ahead of time and they're basically the new books. I could have just said they're new books. Frontlist is new books. That would have been a lot simpler. But no, because I think it's important. What you just explained is like you might have ordered this seven months ago. Exactly. So now people don't think you're crazy. For now get, people for don't forget think you're crazy for oh, forgetting that you ordered the books. People might think I'm crazy. <laughs> These days with the supply chain being what it is, we've had a lot of changes in publication dates mm-hmm. and things as well we recently had something not really a hotly anticipated book but more of a gift book that we had ordered for christmas because at the time that was when it was supposed to come out and i think it arrived in the first week of march which was its new publication date so sometimes we do have those surprises the book that we would have ordered, ordered in the this. summer for the holiday sales and then the date changed you could have made a new tradition of saint patrick's day gifting or <laughs> here are all the books you wish you had the gotten by of, christmas the ides of march gifting <laughs> I like Ides of March gifting. Yeah. You know? That's, that could be Instead dark. of beware yeah. the Ides of March, it could be, I don't know, you could do a lot with it. Oh, I think it should still be beware. I think it should be dark. Yeah. Yeah. Dark beware gifting. Beware the Ides of March and here's, but then here's again, what I'm giving you. I recently recommended that somebody do a white elephant bridal shower, so I maybe oh, shouldn't wow. be trusted on gifting. Mm. Gift that might hard. not go over so well. <laughs> We're not having a bridal shower. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, we have one more gardening book from Carrie. Yeah, I also am not personally a gardener, but I grew up around them. My mother had beautiful flower gardens at every house we lived in, and my husband has been responsible for our vegetable garden over the years. By the time this episode airs, we will be in our own house and be building a whole new garden. I like the optimism there. I'm trying. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Housing market, it's hard. But my book is definitely inspirational. And not being a gardener myself, I went with one that the recommendation came to us from a master gardener who lives in the town where our bookstore is. One trip to her house and you understand that she is on a whole nother level. <laughs> so, but I really appreciate it. This particular book is beautiful to look at, but it's also the ideas behind it are pretty simple. It's Planting the Natural Garden by Piet Udolf and Hank Gerritsen. Piet is from the Netherlands, and his whole thing with this book is to go with perennials, things that come back year after year, designs that stay the way you design them so you don't have to like keep trimming everything back because it's growing into other stuff mm. oh wow that sounds really so, useful yeah maybe robbie would spend less time right. in the yard if he read this book don't maybe. take that away from him <laughs> maybe he likes the yard I'm in the house with me. <laughs> so it seems i mean i'm sure that there's still maintenance there's got to be right but what i love too is that he goes through and actually organizes things like plants that look beautiful in the winter still and things like that so it's planning out the whole year what things look like when they're in bloom versus when they're dead or at least asleep they're not really (laughs) dead um you can tell I'm such a gardener because I know all the lingo and I know how plants work but no um I like the asleep thing that's good they're not really dead. They're right? not really dead. They're just perennials. The, up, the, yeah. the part above ground is dead. Mm. I don't know. It's definitely something to strive for, to have a garden that is genuinely beautiful all year round. And knowing that if you just put some thought into it, maybe the maintenance isn't even that bad. But yeah, so planting the natural garden. I love that recommendation because as we've started to get more into gardening, we don't, we cannot comprehend like bulbs Mm. and how this all works (laughs) um there's actually a great dk book called bulbs which we recently brought in but basically i want to have like a strategy for the garden i don't want to just be randomly planting things there and trying to see what pops up and my partner is a little bit overwhelmed with the need for structure even when we're talking about gardening (laughs) and this sounds like just a nice way of diving into natural structure natural structure mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know i like that some yeah. little mm-hmm. tips for yeah. and it's hopeful for people who live in places where winter is long yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so if you have like a whole section on plants that look good in winter that feels good yeah yeah, yeah. to to have that as an option what's on the end papers Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, that Those was distracting to me, cool. So I have the book here with me because I feel better talking about things when I have them in front of me. So explain what an end paper so is. So end papers are <laughs> the the paper that gets glued between the, the hardcover itself and the first page of the actual book. And often these could just be blank. They could be a solid color or they could be very ornate. And this one is really cool. It's got sketches. Oh, from um this is your planning alley yeah yeah but these (laughs) sketches are a little bit less structured than i was hoping they're not (laughs) they're not very structured and they're in another language which is also oh that's gonna be hard yeah they're really it's interesting to see how this guy 
planned in his own notebook. And actually, Allie had made the comment earlier before we started recording that she was worried someone had to face the book <laughs> because <laughs> it is literally just, you know, someone's handwriting and scribbles. and It does look like someone doodled. Yeah. yeah. I but want a we, whole book of just that. I know, right? It looks like somebody had a pack of five different markers and yeah. was writing with pen and markers. Yeah. But there's method to the madness there. Like, I can totally. see the the circles for where, like the flocks are going to go and where something else is going to go. There's so, a key yeah. of sorts. There's a key. Yeah. It's no, a, it's it's, it's really, it's very impressive. And lots of photos throughout too. So lots of inspiration. Yay. Mm-hmm. Can I buy that from you today? <laughs> <laughs> I should have brought the herbal handbook so I could I know. I also want to buy that one. <laughs> you guys should, that should be like the future. You could do a book swap at the end of it. Like everybody take somebody else's book. I'm in. So to review, today's books that were talked about for our gardening episode were from Emma. The Herbal Handbook, compiled by the New York Botanical Garden. And I was talking about the Old Farmer's Almanac Vegetable Gardener's Handbook by the editors of the Old Farmer's Almanac. <laughs> Not Benjamin Franklin. Well, we I don't, don't think. know that. Maybe. <laughs> I was recommending Wild Design, Nature's Architects by Kimberly Ridley. And I do want to just throw in a shout out for Princeton Architectural Press. They do really cool artsy, designy books. And I had Planting the Natural Garden by Piet Udolf and Hank Gerritsen. And I think Allie also mentioned Bulbs or something. Yes, I believe (laughs) it is called Bulbs. (laughs) Bulbs. <laughs> the DK guide. Uh, it's a DK guide. DK guide to bulbs. DK guides are yeah. really great for a range of subjects, but their gardening line is excellent. Yeah. I am imagining planting light bulbs, though. I know that's not real, <laughs> but I am imagining <laughs> light bulbs. I <laughs> That'll be the next episode. Send <laughs> And with that, we end episode four. Future episodes will feature smaller combinations or these same bookstore owners or some of their superb staff members, some authors. We don't really know, but we do know they will feature really great books. Shelf Help is brought to you by The Book Jam, a nonprofit designed to help readers find their next great book. CATV Upper Valley Media Company and these three fantastic Upper Valley bookstores, Yankee Bookshop in Woodstock, Vermont, the Norwich Bookstore in Norwich, Vermont, and Still North Books and Bar in Hanover, New Hampshire. If you've got a reading dilemma, you can email us a question or a voice memo at shelfhelpuv at gmail.com. That's shelfhelpuv at gmail.com. We're here to help your shelves. Thanks for being with us, and see you next time on Shelf Help. Thank you for listening to CATV Podcasts. If you found this episode interesting and would like to find more Upper Valley content at CATV, please visit our website at catv8.org. That is C-A-T-V, the number eight, dot org. You can find all of our podcasts under the Listen section on our homepage.